0: Everyone, you're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastor's Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. A while back, I was putting gas in my car, which is something that everyone does, and while I was gassing up my car, I looked and I saw a man with a giant Doberman on a leash. And he was walking across this busy intersection. And I watched this happen while I'm, again, at the gas tank. And the guy walked right near me, hooked up his Doberman to a bench that was, like, cemented in the ground in front of the convenience store. Then he walked in. So I'm still, like, at the car, checking the Doberman out, because I love dogs. And for some reason... Something startled this dog. I don't know what happened. The dog began to freak. And when he freaked, he pulled toward the traffic. He pulled with such force that it tore out the park bench from the cement. This giant Doberman was dragging this park bench, sparks flying, right toward the sea of traffic. And I thought to myself, I'm going to see, I'm going to see a collision that's going to be absolutely epic. It's going to be horrible. I was like closing my eyes, but I had one eye open and the cars were were stopping. They were skidding, you know, horns were blaring. And I watched this dog weave in and out of traffic, slinging this park bench into the vehicles, totally destroying like Three cars. I wanna talk to you about something that ruins lives, that wrecks marriages, that blows up companies and schools and sports teams. I wanna talk to you about unforgiveness. A lot of us are leashed up to unforgiveness. And we're dragging, that's right, not a park bench. But people sitting on a park bench behind us and is causing major collateral damage in our lives. Are you like that Doberman? Could it be that you're leashed up to unforgiveness? Moreover, who is on the park bench? Maybe it could be apparent. Maybe it could be a teacher. Maybe it could be a coach. Maybe it could be someone who took advantage of you. Maybe it could be someone who hurt you. Maybe your ex-spouse is on this park bench. Who are you dragging around? Who That's right, who is sitting on your park bench? I'll have to admit to you, unleashing unforgiveness is unnatural. I don't like it. Quite frankly, I like to say, you know what? You hurt me. I'm going to wait, and I'm going to make you pay. Pay. It's so interesting, is it not, because when we leash up to unforgiveness, not only do we drag around people, we also have these these feelings of resentment, anger, animosity. When we're leashed up to unforgiveness, we're putting the leash in the hands of others and they control our lives. I have to laugh at Simon Peter. You know, you know Simon Peter in the Bible. He, he, he was just a, just a great, great, great personality. Probably a type A, Who you knows, sanguine. He would say one thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be with you, Lord. I've got your back. And then hours later, he's turning on Jesus, you know. And then Jesus, of course, forgiving him and Simon Peter coming clean, and so he 's someone that we can identify with have you ever have you ever asked a question before I know i have and and when you ask the question, maybe in a public setting, you wanted to show people how much you knew about the subject before you actually asked the question. Have you ever done that before I have it's really funny. the media does it all the time <laughs> they do they do well, Simon Peter waded into Barracuda infested waters because he, he asked this question to Jesus and he wanted to show everybody how spiritual he was. And if you have your Bibles, you want to turn to Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 18. And here's, here, here's what he said. Check it out. In verse 21, Simon Peter, because he's making some serious assumptions about today's subject matter. Assumptions that I've made as well. Lord, how many times Simon Peter ask, how many times shall I forgive my brother? Oh, man, he's going to show everybody how great he is. How many times should I forgive my brother when he sins against me? Up to seven times? He wanted people to go, wow, what a man of God. Saint Peter. Whoo! You are something else. Because see, During this context, when rabbis talked about forgiveness, they usually said, okay, if you forgive someone three times, that's monster forgiveness. Well, Simon Peter asked Jesus, hey, how many times should I forgive someone? Obviously, someone had messed him around. Like, seven times? (laughs) Simon Peter thought that, that this whole forgiveness thing was more for the person who has offended you than the person who's been offended. Maybe, just maybe, forgiveness and dealing with unforgiveness is more for those who've been offended. And you might be saying, well, the person sitting on this bench died five years ago. And if you really think about it, Maybe the people lined up on your park bench have kind of, have kind of checked out. They, they, don't even, they don't even realize that they betrayed you or hurt you or knifed you in the back. Forgiveness, it's a, it's a, it's a deep subject. So Jesus launches into this story. And this is, a, this is a heavy story. And it's found in Matthew chapter 18. And let me just give you the cliff notes of it. Jesus said there was this wealthy guy wealthy king and he was checking out all of his you know all of his investments and he had all of the all of the accountants and the lawyers in the room and he was talking to them and they were going through all of these things in this long long meeting and one and one accountant said a oh, king by the way there's one guy that owes you 10 million dollars and we've not we've not heard anything about him I we don't we don't know where the guy is uh We've received no payments. $10 million. Now, $10 million is no chump change, is it? Well, the king finds this guy, calls him into his, to his office. He goes, okay, it's payday. Pay up, man. I gave you $10 million. There's a debt, a $10 million debt. You owe me? You owe me big time? Okay, pay me the money. Show me the money, right? The guy looked at the king. He goes, I ain't got it. I mean, I can't get it, I promise you, but right now, I don't have it. Now, back in the day, you couldn't file chapter 7 or 11 or 13. You couldn't have teams of lawyers to protect. No, 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 no. If you owed somebody something and couldn't pay it, they could throw you to the torturers, man. It was serious back then. Well, this king looks at this guy, Again, I'm giving you the cliff notes. And he forgives him the 10 million. He goes, Don't worry about it. It's all good in the hood, man. 10 million, just 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 go ahead and and, and. debt is canceled. Debt is canceled. So here's what Jesus is driving at. Jesus is driving at we actually create a debt when we mess someone around, when we hurt someone when we betray someone, when we take advantage of someone, when we talk about someone in a negative light or rip them apart, we, we create a debt. And, and the king goes, debt's canceled. Now, put yourself in the sandals of this forgiven guy. How would you feel if you borrowed $10 million from someone and, and, and you needed to pay them back. I mean, you were overdue. People were chasing you down. And then you meet the guy or the person. They go, don't worry about it. Just enjoy it, man. Just, just do what you do. Today is your day. Do you know what this cat did? I mean, yeah, he, he experienced forgiveness, but he didn't really live it out. Intellectually, yeah, and, and you, you could say uh, practically a little bit, but, but, he, but he, didn't, he didn't really have it in his heart, in his life, because this forgiven servant, the $10 million man said, you know, there's this guy, and I've already done the math, that owes me $11. He owes me $11. And this guy found him, started choking him drug him, the $10 million man, drug this guy that owed him $11 to the torturers. And don't you know Simon Peter was going, Whoa! why did I ask that question? (laughs) The king heard about it. And you know what happened. Look at verse 32, Matthew 18. Then the master called the servant in. This is the $10 million man. The wicked, servant, the wicked servant said, I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master turned him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. Notice that debt, see? All he owed. This... I mean, this is, this is tough here now. This is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother from your heart. Isn't it interesting the least invested has the most control and the most invested oftentimes has the least control? I mean, God, where are my feelings? I mean, I got to feel it, right? I mean, if I don't feel it, I'm not going to release them. I'm not going to forgive them. You'll clock out trying to wait for the feeling. Do you think Jesus felt like going to that cross? I think he felt it. What if he'd waited in the garden? Whoa, 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 whoa! I haven't felt it yet. Yeah. <laughs> yet in our whack culture, it's all about feelings. No, it's about the will. The feelings will follow. It's about the will. So, if you're waiting to feel this, this whole forgiveness thing if you're waiting to to unleash unforgiveness when your emotions all line up and you're having a good day it's i mean it's not going to happen and man this is this is tough this is a tough sermon for me to hear because i like i like to be leashed up to unforgiveness I'm a competitive guy and I'll wait and I want to put it back in your face. I'll show you. Yet yeah, when I've done that before, when I've been leashed up to unforgiveness, and I have, and, and I've waited for that time, and I have, that perfect time, and I have, the person's gone, The person doesn't give a flying flip. The person doesn't care. And sadly, I rob myself of joy and freedom because of my resentment. The word resentment in Scripture, we're going to look at it in a second, means to feel again. It means to think again. And again, and again, and again. Unleashing unforgiveness is unnatural. But I'm here to tell you, unleashing unforgiveness is unbelievable. It comes, it comes from God. It's the essence of our faith. We have to preach the gospel to ourselves every day. If you're a believer, you should do that. You wake up, preach the gospel to yourself. Jesus died on the cross for my sins. He did the forgiveness work, right? Preemptive forgiveness, you could argue. Of course, he knew the sins we would commit because God's sovereign, but he also did that before we committed them in our mentality. Yet, of course, the sovereignty of God and the free will of man are those two rivers that only meet in the mind of God. You'll never, ever, ever explain that. Yet, Jesus did the preemptive work, fully God, fully man, when he died on the cross, for all of the sins I would commit, you would commit, you would commit, you would commit, the sins we commit today, tomorrow, 50 years from now, unbelievable. And again, did he, did he feel like doing it? No. He did it because he submitted to the will of the Father. And God's will is for us to forgive. So preach the gospel to yourself. Jesus died on the cross for my sins. He rose again. And I'm I'm, I'm just going to live that out. It's the guts of the gospel. It's the foundation of our faith. Forgiveness. The word give is in it. I'm giving myself a gift. And I'm giving others a gift. He does answer the question in verse 22. Jesus answered Simon Peter, because Simon Peter, remember, thought three times was monster forgiveness. And then he threw out seven, like people were going to go, oh my gosh, hashtag humbled. You're amazing. Oh, here's what Jesus said. Hey, Simon Peter, you're talking about seven times? Like that's super spiritual? Well, try this on. Look at verse 22. I tell you, not seven times, but 70 times Seven, literally, over and over and over and over and over and over and over. One of the main lines of the Lord's Prayer was when Jesus said, as he taught us to pray, Forgive us our debts. Think about the story earlier. Debt, a debt is created. See that? Forgive us our debts. We pray. Forgive us our debts. We create debts, right? When we sin, when we mess up. As we also, is contingent upon what? Have forgiven our debtors. And you know what the word in the original language means? If you, if you forgive, it means to release. Even when you don't feel like it, even when you're not into it, even when, even when you don't feel spiritual, release. And for, and for many of us, we might have to do that every minute, <laughs> every hour, every day for a while until what happens? We do feel it. Yet we, we make the decision, it's God's will, we do it. And here's the great thing, then the feelings eventually will follow. So here, here's some benefits I just jotted down from Scripture regarding why you should, I should, unleash unforgiveness. There's an emotional benefit to it. Job chapter 5, verse 2. Resentment, I told you I would come to it. You know what that means, to feel again. Kills a fool. And envy slays the simple. It can mess your emotions up. On the other hand, when I release, when I go, okay, I'm releasing it, what happens? I engage my emotions. So often, our emotions can be all whack because of the subject matter. Also relationally, Ephesians 4.32, be kind and compassionate to one another. forgiving, just as Jesus forgave you. Physically. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 30. A heart at peace. Peace gives life to the body. So this is life-giving. And then Romans 12:19. Don't take revenge, Ed. Leave, let's say it together. Room. What? Room. Running room. And that's an act of faith. For God's wrath, for it's written, it's mine to avenge, I will repay. Who can pay back? Who's gonna settle the score better, the debt better? Me or God? Well, that's, a, that's an easy answer. So, all I have to do as a follower of Christ, as I'm thinking about this park bench, as I'm thinking about, okay, all the benefits of releasing someone. I need to consider the cross. That's the gospel. Consider the cross. Also, I've got to realize, and I'm a public testimony of this, I can tell you this from my life, resentment doesn't work. It doesn't. Also, I will, I'm just talking about myself, I'll need some serious forgiveness in the future. (laughs) I will. Maybe you don't. So who's sitting on your park bench You need to release them. Let go. Maybe it could be letting go or maybe just maybe you need to sit down with someone and tell them, you know what? I was wrong. Will you forgive me? Now, most of us don't know how to ask someone for forgiveness. We say, hey, I'm sorry my emotions got the best of me. That's not an apology. Or, I apologize. Or, if you took it the wrong way, that is jacked up. Here's how you do it I was wrong. Will you forgive me? Okay, so let's say it. Let's put it all together, okay? I was wrong. Will you forgive me? So I did leave you hanging about this story, one of my favorite stories I've ever encountered in my life. What happened? Well, I'll tell you what happened. This dog just totally trashed all of these cars, and, and, and uh, it, was, it was a crazy thing. And because of all of the horn honking and tire screeching, the the owner, the master of the dog, came out, of the convenience store, the gas station, chased this dog down, was calling it by name, I forgot the dog's name. The dog stopped and I watched the master, this dog's master, unleash the dog from the park bench. And I watched him lead the dog to safety. When it comes to unforgiveness, our master, Jesus Christ, is chasing you down. He's chasing me down. He's calling us by name. If we'll stop and turn and allow him to unleash us from unforgiveness, our lives, will never, ever, ever be the same because unleashing unforgiveness is unnatural. But when we do it, it's unbelievable. Thank you for listening and thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional. We also encourage you to share the message today with those around you. Thank you again for listening. God bless.